0: Hi, I'm Camila Peebles, and this is Real Charlotte Living, a weekly podcast highlighting Charlotte area lifestyle, business, and real estate. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite nonprofits, the YMCA. It's that time of year where we are in the season of Thanksgiving and giving back to the communities. So, my guest today is someone who's very active in the Charlotte community bob woods bob is the risk analysis executive for bank of america and holds an mba from the McCall school of business at queen's university where he's currently on the board of advisors he also serves on the ballantyne ymca executive board as chair and he's the vice chair of the 24 foundation in charlotte Outside of work and giving back to the community, Bob enjoys swimming, cycling, running, being outdoors with family and friends. He's also, by the way, completed, you know, a few half marathons, full marathons, Ironman, triathlons, marathons. Oh, the Chicago Marathon. I could go on, but I'll stop there. Bob, welcome to Real Charlotte Living.
1: Well, thanks, Camilla. I'm definitely very grateful for this opportunity and look forward to your questioning and trying to inform the community in regards to the YMCA, which I really hold very dear when it comes to giving back to the community.
0: Thank you. So I always like to start the show with um, people kind of giving us their story. So sure. tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the YMCA.
1: Sure. It's um, something that, for me, when it comes to the YMCA and how I got involved with the YMCA, it's really something throughout my life. Um, I started with the base model of my mom. My mom, she gave so much with so little, and that's more or less, that's where I got the commitment from when it comes to giving back, when it comes to supporting others that you see in need. That's where I had it ingrained in me when it comes to how to give back. Now, it was very easy when I was in the Charlotte area. I was here for probably about 10 years. Um, I got my MBA from Queens University, and there, our basis was mainly on character, competency, and commitment to giving back to the community. And I was really the vice chair and the chair for that association. But I wanted to shift more to the community, even though we were dedicated to Habitat and doing things of that nature. I wanted to do things in my community. So I met an individual by the name of Andy Calhoun. He actually was the CEO of the Metro Y Association. And so from there, I was very fortunate to meet individuals on the board of the Valentine Y, which now I chair, and it went from there. But the key thing was was commitment to community, and really it started from there because realization, when I came to Charlotte, number one, I really relied upon the Y more than I even knew then. I mean, I was an uptown professional, Mm -hmm. and the thing was, all uptown professionals at that time, they relied upon the after-school and summer programs that the Y uptown provided for their kids in the summer. Okay. And I was one of them. And the key was, I can go on with the things that I relied upon of an organization. Mm -hmm. So then it was very easy for me when I was in a position to support it. Okay. And that's where I am
0: now. Okay, yeah. that's great. I love what you said about um, your mom and how she gave from little or t- taught yeah. you to give from your little. Um, and that's such a, I think a lot of times when we think of giving um, or giving back to the community, we think, you know, you see the big donors or the big sponsors on things, but it's yeah. it's the small things, it's the time um, and even those few dollars that you have that you give out of your little that can do so many big
1: things exactly
0: that can do great things with that with that that small amount so that's
1: I totally great. I totally agree and every membership matters so that's a good example of small donations making a big difference because one of the key challenges with the YMCA is membership. And most people need to know that. And hopefully we get a chance to talk about that soon.
0: We definitely will. Thank you. Um, So my next question, you know, I feel like everyone knows what the why is. You should know what the why is. I, you know, it's kind of like, again, like we just call it the why. And you kind of yeah. I make the assumption that people know what that is, but there may be a lot of people listening and so many people moving into the area um, that are not familiar with the Y exactly. or the YMCA. So would you mind sharing, you know, what is it and then and how is it different from other fitness centers?
1: Definitely. Um the key thing there that most people don't realize is that the YMCA is a nonprofit organization that has existed in the community uh, for more than 175 years. Oh, wow. So it's really uh, more or less a place for, for not only health, but spiritual support as well as mind and body. Okay. So most people don't really understand that piece. The other piece about the YMCA, when you think about it, is its footprint. The Y engages with like over 300,000 plus individuals on an annual basis the metro association is made up of 17 well 17 branches and two what's considered overnight camps okay and so it expands from the northern part of the metro area which is all the way up to lincoln county okay downward to the border of north and south carolina so you have like the ballantyne y which i'm the chair of that board, but you also have the Steel Creek Y that mm-hmm. also is like a sister Y to the Ballantine Y, which really, I keep saying Ballantine, but that's the Morrison Y. Okay. But you also have um, a Y in that area, which was most recent built Y, which is the Sarah's Y. Okay. So think of an organization that is totally focused on the healthy spirit, mind, and body of the community, and it has been in existence longer than most private organizations okay. think of that first okay. number two think of it from a sense of an organization that is built on a model that each Y is unique to that community it is not a one box that fits every community okay you go into the Y. let's say the, probably the most popular why right now is the Dow Y. yes well the Dow Y is really a makeup of the south end the uptown the actual um, Moorhead Street group. Mm-hmm. Well, the key to that is that they renovated that Y probably about two years ago, and it totally gave it a different image. An entirely different demographics started to come into that Y. Okay. But now you take that Y, which is also most people don't realize is adult Y only. Okay. Now you go to the Johnston Y, that's the NODA area yeah now NODA has one of the oldest why's from a structure perspective in the Metro Association okay but the key is is its uniqueness because it also at one time had a adult daycare that really most people didn't know about so again An adult it,
0: daycare yeah oh, it's wow. like the okay.
1: elderly yes. you know so again it's back to how the Y is actually providing resources to different unique communities okay. within the holistic part of the metro area. Okay. And even with that, you can go down to the south side. When you think of um, Morrison, Ballantyne, Y, You think about Sarah's, why? You think about Steel Creek, why? Still Creek is very is some is a why uh, area that I went to when I first joined the board at Ballantyne. Okay. Still Creek has a um, after-school care And that corridor is in a big need of this type of program. It's for kids, so you don't have latchkey kids. You have more kids that have a place to go that, Mm -hmm. one, they are given the opportunity to be kids, be able to just play. But not only play, there's a structure part, so they're able to do their work and play. That type of freedom is unreal. But the thing is, the why works with the school system. To actually, the kids are dropped off from school okay. at this location. Okay. That value to parents is unreal. Yes. And that's why when someone says, well, what's the big difference between the Y that gives a gym versus somewhere else that has a fitness or has a, a yoga studio? Well, the Y has all of those things and more because it helps the community. There's nothing wrong with having a yoga studio, but the difference A yoga studio in Sarah's Y makes a difference to the entire corridor. If you have a membership at the Sarah's Y, you're not helping just the Ballantyne area. These Ys are interchangeable. Even though they're unique to their each area, they're interchangeable because they all work together as an association. So when one Y is successful, it's actually helping It's sister-wide, and that is critical because you have communities that are different. We have communities of different income levels, Mm -hmm. different membership levels, Mm -hmm. but your membership helps across the metro, and that's something people just don't really get. And when you think about your other question, how different it is, the thing that I think about that makes the most difference is a phrase that you're here only at the Y, or at least I only hear it there. Okay. And it's for all. Okay.
0: And for all means
1: a lot of things. Okay. For all means, one, um, the Y's actual income to membership rate is adjusted based on your income. Yeah, So think of that. That's one thing. So then the key thing with the Y, it believes that the access to healthy lifestyles should not be hindered by income. Mm-hmm. I don't know too many organizations that work with that type model. So that's another thing that is very different. And then really the thing to just end on that question is that when you think about the Y, think of three focuses, points. One, youth development. So yes, the Y provides all kinds of programs, soccer, even softball. People probably don't realize they have basketball, swimming, Yes. Mm-hmm. This is for the development of youth, but it also provides leadership programs. So you have individuals that are students that become counselors and eventually they become part of the staff. Okay. And some are even referred to as lifers. Okay. And you have a high percentage of staffers within the Y that are lifers. They started out as campers and just progress, graduate from college. Yeah. And now they're part of the staff. And that's why um, at some point I'll touch on the staff of the Y as well. Okay. But also I was talking about the other focal points, healthy living. The key there is that they're trying to improve individuals in mm-hmm. there as well as the community at once. One thing when COVID hit, something that most people didn't know about is that the Y was the only place that first responders could find a place for their kids for daycare. Oh wow. And that was because the why worked with some of the private organizations and said we can provide this service. That was just incredible to me. Yeah. And that's because of the why is different. It's different not only because it's a non profit, not only because it supports the community, it's because it's ingrained overall when it comes to the metro mm-hmm. area. And Lastly, when I think about social responsibility, which is the third focus point, um, the thing is the why is diverse. It has so many different um, communities that it serves, Mm -hmm. um, the metro area. But one thing that is pushed from the top down is just that how to continue to push that support for the community in various needs. And right now, um, COVID is definitely... Uh, impact that's stressing the entire community yeah. and the Y is there for them. Yeah. So.
0: I love that. I um, I went through a period of unemployment. Um, I've been, you know, a member on and off at the Y for years. And I went through a period of unemployment and there I was able to keep my membership there exactly. because of their income-based program. And it was such a blessing for me because in a difficult time in my life, that yeah. was the one thing, you know, you talk about mind, body, spirit, all of that, like exercising, keeping your I think all of that ties together with keeping a positive attitude and keeping your energy up and things like that. And so I'm um, so glad
1: you said that yeah. because that's where people don't really realize is that even in covid you definitely had people that were losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. You definitely had people that were questioning whether or not to keep their membership. Yep. And we had a high percentage of people that said, even though I'm not coming to the Y, I'm going to keep my membership as a way of supporting the Y because they knew the type of resources they were providing to others throughout the community. So, no, that's, yeah. that's great that's to hear. Great.
0: So I wanted to talk about, um, because the... You know, the Y does have so many um, programs and does... I love, you know, just you're talking about how they're able to specifically adapt to the needs of their central community. Yeah. Um, not, you know, Charlotte is in, in the surrounding area. It's a big footprint, to your point. And every side is different. So I love um, that they're able to kind of do that. What special programs... Um, and initiatives does the Y fund? There are, you would like to- there are
1: really, there are tons from that I would like to, there's so many that I'll do a disservice by saying, hey, I know all of them. I do not, but yeah. I can mention some that really I think listeners will relate to. Okay. One is the Y Readers Program. The Y Readers yes. Program is focused on pre K to third grade. Any um, individuals or really students that are within that pre-k to third grade range. The Y Readers program is designed to help them read on the grade level. So the thing is, that's just one program, but you got to understand that by that impact alone, like in the summers, what happens is that you have kids that don't have that access to summer camp, Mm -hmm. that don't have access to those additional school courses that actually... The summer is just sitting at home. Yeah. And if they're fortunate, sitting at home playing games. Yeah. If they're fortunate. Yeah. Well, the Y Readers gives them an opportunity so that they can fill that gap because you gotta understand, it's like like a restart for them. Mm-hmm. They stop. Now they gotta restart versus throughout the summer having that intellect of reading, yes. growing. That is so important. And that's what the Y Readers does. It's just part of it that they're trying to get these youth between pre-K to third grade Mm -hmm. to get on a reading level adequate to their grade level.
0: Okay.
1: That's just one. So it
0: keeps them progressing.
1: Constantly in helping them, pushing them, the support that's needed throughout the community. Another one that I think is very good is the one that I mentioned earlier, but it's the why after-school care. Uh, Program and I mention it from a Still Creek perspective because I do, I live on the south side, so I know the amenities on the south side, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, my goal has been, I encourage anyone, they can visit any Y. They can visit the Y, the Dow Y, if they work, in the uptown area, or they can visit a Y in their area. Okay. I really encourage them to do both. That's right, cause
0: your because your membership is sort of universal. Right, right can it can the, be. I mean, you can
1: get a universal metro membership. And okay. the thing is this, you, are, you go into Johnston Y. Okay. That's going to be a different feel versus mm-hmm. Dow Y, mm-hmm. versus the Sarah's Y, mm-hmm. which has an incredible yoga studio, probably one of the best in the area. When I... Anyone who likes yoga, they can change the temperature in the room like in
0: Oh, they can do that like hot yoga?
1: Yes. Okay. Hot yoga through the Y. So okay. think of that. That's just, most people don't know that because no. they they think of the Y as like a gym. Mm-hmm. Even all my friends are from Chicago. I moved back here from Chicago, and they go like, where are we going? I said, I want to show you something special. And they go in, and they say, this can't be, this something, what's different? <laughs> They don't understand. It's still the same structure and the same model when it comes to how the Y is supported through membership, through corporate donations. But they see that it's a different feel. So all your listeners that are coming from the Northeast or even from Florida, they must just come by and visit the Y, okay. and they would be taken to an entirely different perspective. Yeah, it's happened over and over and over. Another program that's been um, pushed is mainly when it comes to literacy. Not only literacy from reading, but really, um, I shouldn't call it literacy. I should say it's more of a community program when it comes to understanding diversity of different cultures. Okay. You'll have different whys that promote um, different events throughout the year. Okay. And most people don't realize that, but yes, there are programs that are being or um, more or less orchestrated throughout different whys to promote certain times of the year. So I like that because when it comes to, like, our uh, Hispanic population, one thing that I really care about is the inclusion part, mm-hmm. making sure that a why that exists in a certain community is accessible to everyone. And that's something that the why does by Offering um, language courses by offering ways to um, build that um, connection between the community and the Y, and that is bridging the gap. it it is, and it's totally happening all the time. When I say that, it's because I know I talk about being the chair of a Y, but Mm -hmm. I've worked in the Y. I've worked in it from a sense of volunteering on the audit committee, volunteering on the um, branding committee, okay. volunteering mostly on the diversity inclusion committee, which really the focus is is trying to tie all branches together in one direction when it comes to all for all, and they all are doing that. Yeah. So it's a lot of effort. I mean, people don't realize a nonprofit like the Y, it has a lot of different things going on behind okay. the scenes. Like for instance, I can tell you the demographics. In the Valentine area, mm-hmm. but I also have access to the demographics of the community in the Johnston area. Okay, those are deliberate because you want the Y to exist for all within that community. Okay. the Noda area, the Johnston Y is really growing. That area has changed in three years totally, along with the the actual train line going through mm-hmm. there, along with all of the changing with the property well how do you stay connected with the community because you don't want to become an organization that is not for all
0: yeah so yeah you have to kind of you're but i think it sounds from what i'm hearing is you're very um they're very flexible and that's going to help them continue as you know maybe in an area like NODA, maybe it changes a little bit, but they're able to change with it and grow exactly. with it. Exactly. It's um, gonna,
1: um, in order for any organization going forward, it has to be able to change with the demographics. Mm-hmm. And that means you have to have a mindset for all because um, up in Lincoln County, it has like one of the highest Hispanic percentages. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. Yeah. But okay, well, with that demographic, you should start thinking in regards to things like your defibrillator. Okay. Do you have the actual verbiage in Spanish?
0: Ah, yes. In a yes. gym. Okay.
1: When an individual comes through the door, is he being welcomed by a person that can relate to them from a language perspective? Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things that are intentionally happening. Those are the kind of interests that the Y has. Okay. And I don't see that with other organizations.
0: Okay. I love that. That's great. What um, what challenges would you say the Y is facing now? Whether it's COVID or new technologies yeah. and competition. Um,
1: that's that's a good question. the The thing that comes to mind is that the obvious um, definitely COVID has made a big impact when it comes to membership. Mm-hmm. And so, if there's anything I want listeners to know is that. If they're coming up on the end of the year and they're thinking about renewing their yoga studio membership versus why should I consider the why? Uh, that's the reason why you okay. want if you want to give back to the community um, instantly is through why membership and okay. because membership right now um, with COVID all businesses are being impacted and the why is no exception. Yeah, um, you have people that are having to make a choice or they're just not comfortable, you know, those type of things. Those are obvious things that are happening now. So if there's a challenge, it's trying to um, continue to sustain membership and grow membership. And the Y is doing that. They have a program right now from October 25th to November 15th. If you join the Y, they're going to give you 10 passes, any member. So you get 10 free passes to give to anyone. You can okay. give it to a friend. So that's one of the attractions where that the Y is still trying to um, address the membership issue that's okay. a challenge. And also, when you think about an uh, organization as large as the Metro Association, you have to think about the staff and okay. retention. Um, like I touched on earlier, uh, I I am so engaged and so dedicated to the Y yeah. because of the staff. I have worked with people in various Companies in various different industries, but my work with the Y staff is something that it gives me that level of um, reward. Where I know they are dedicated. I've worked with them where I show up at three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning and work throughout an entire race Mm -hmm. with them, and they are not there just for um, they're there for self. Their self reward is commitment to the community. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's just amazing to me when I see an individual that started from a camper
0: mm-hmm.
1: to now he's a staff member, and that's all he ever wants to be. Yeah. But the thing is, is now we have so many challenges with retaining staff that's so that are experienced. Okay. So you can have a very experienced. Um, instructor a cycle instructor for instance well of course there's competition now okay and that is starting to uh, be a big challenge for the Y as well because like all organizations everyone is looking for that talent Mm -hmm. they're trying to um, pull away very good people so and that's why I constantly and I if there's anything I encourage um, the board to do and listeners is always encouraged and be thankful for the service and sacrifice that the Y staff does, because yeah. it is, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. They do it because they love it. And for me, that's the kind of commitment that I want to be a part of.
0: Okay. So. That's great. I love that. Um, I have a another agent that works in our office who was, I think grew up in the Y and mm-hmm. He, um, was it Camp Thunderbird? Like yes,
1: Camp he, Thunderbird. He used to be a
0: camp yes, counselor. Exactly. And it is like in his blood still. Like, I think he still has a lot of friends from there that they all still are connected and keep in touch. Hey. But it is like, it's like this like family. It's
1: a bond. And it's,
0: yeah, it's yeah. just like if you know him, like, it comes up at some point
1: because it's just still, like, who he is. And that's the thing. Um, I was, I mean, I say I, I existed in Charlotte for almost 10 years. And the thing was, I didn't really know the impact of the wine mm-hmm. until I got involved because I started seeing familiar faces. I mean, I told you I was part of the Queen's University um, I was the chair of the association board, so the alumni association board. Well, the thing is, I joined the Y, and I saw so many faces from every industry. Yes. That's from Bank of America, Wells, to Duke, to um, Novant, um, the cancer, Levine Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. Everybody's involved with the Y. You yeah. just don't really realize it. And that's one thing I want listeners to, to understand is that even though how connected the Y is to the community, it needs to be more awareness yes. about what the Y does. And hopefully that would bring more membership in because yeah. most people just don't know. their horn a
0: little bit more maybe.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> but I have a day job. <laughs>
0: um, tell me about, I know they do a lot of events and, um, you know, we're in that, season of year where fun things are happening. So are there any big events coming up that we should know about?
1: Yes. There's a very big event that's coming up and I want everyone throughout the metro area to mark the calendars for um, December 11th. It's the Valentine Run.
0: Okay.
1: And the key there is that it's an 8K, 5K run or walk as well as there's a kids race as well. And the importance of this event is that the the big picture is that the association had ten events this year. And that's what they said we're gonna focus on ten different type of events. Okay. You had golf events, you even had a skeet shooting event, which I participated oh, in. And really? Yeah. A Man. lot of individuals with guns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was kinda that was a little that different. Been fun. It was it it actually it hurt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you got it with your arm. Yeah, yeah. your
1: arm. But it was wonderful. So next year, I'll definitely remember to invite you to that one. And we have golf tournaments that raise like over $100,000 specifically for Y readers.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: now we're focused on the um, Valentine Run um, event. Okay. And it's a big event. It's our last event for the year. Okay. And we're trying to get people to understand that this is a push. This is a push to help the Y. Okay. Um, you can register um, before 12-11. Um, we are giving out a great hoodie too with this. I mean, you get a medal. You gotta get gee, the swag. You actually get a hoodie that, <laughs> I'm trying to go back and look at the finances on this. <laughs> but it's very nice. It's a very nice hoodie Okay. and a medal. And we're just trying to encourage everyone to understand to um, participate and get back to the why. By okay. just participating, it will be a great event on December 11th, okay. Valentine Run. And I hope you're there. And we have a team that's called Jamaica Me Crazy. <laughs> you can register under that team name, and you'll have some extra uh Extra things, let's just put it okay.
0: Okay, Jamaican me run,
1: Jamaican me crazy. Oh, Jamaican me crazy, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And I'm not the team captain, but uh, one of our our running buddies, Hope, Hope is the um, team captain, okay. Hope Drummond, and and so she's leading that team. And I have uh, one other team, um, which is Team Elliot, is another team that I want to promote because Elliot was a former. Um, board chair, and he's currently going through a couple of physical struggles, okay. and I want to make sure I put a plug out there for his okay. team as well. So either uh, Jamaica, me crazy, <laughs> or you can go with the more subtle, Team Elliot. Team Elliott. Yes. <laughs> and they're both very good.
0: That's exciting. That was December 11th, everybody. All right. Valentine I want you to lace run. up. Yes. Get out there. If you can't, if you're not a runner, that's fine. You can walk, right? You can walk. Yes. People do it all the time. So no excuses. Get out there.
1: Look for me and I'll walk with you.
0: Okay. Bob Woods. Bob Woods. That's his name. I will walk. He said he will walk with you. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, Bob, finally, you know, how can listeners support the YMCA? Yes. It's one of the...
1: The, uh, The best way to support the Y is to strongly consider it when you think of the amenities that you want. Okay. Um, And that's through membership. So if you think about, hey, uh, I don't swim. I do yoga. I like strength training. Well, you don't have to go to two different locations. You can code to one. You can go to a Y facility. You can enter into the yoga programs. You can take a yoga class. You can take a cycling Mm -hmm. class. You can take a strength class. They're all there for you. If you go to the Dow Y, uh, you're fortunate at that Y, you can do pretty much yoga, swim, racquetball, mm-hmm. basketball, swimming. Uh, the amenities is very broad. Okay. And the key is, though, your impact is even broader. Yeah. By choosing the Y to have those services, you're helping the community in so many ways that yeah. I hopefully – was able to um, translate so that it connects with listeners that the why is just that. It's for all. yeah. And it's a nonprofit organization. But overall, I really yeah. like it because okay. of just that, this purpose of just having for spirit, mind, and body.
0: Yeah. You're really able to, um, your money goes deep. Definitely. a lot deeper than it would in a traditional gym or fitness center um, you're you're leaving it's like an echo you know it's there's you're leaving an echo out in the community as you place your dollars with the YMCA that's then feeding into or going out into other
1: various programs. areas I so. totally agree it's, it's like um everyone talks about millennials wanting to make a difference and things like that, well, you make a very easy footprint that mm-hmm. goes throughout the community by having a Y membership. And um, that's something that I can attest to by all the programs that are offered by all the people that are changed by the programs. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many things that I could tell you. The Y goes the extra mile when it comes to programs yeah. and be able to give those to all Um, You have kids that are turned away unfortunately from some programs that are not the Y, but other companies that, like summer programs, Mm -hmm. like the Still Creek is one that I, our board, we had someone share with us a testimony where that a a mom, a working mom, um, she was um, in a situation where she was about to lose her job because her kid um, has ADS and the thing is, is that Every place that she took him, they would say, well, no, we cannot provide service for him. We cannot provide service. The key was he went to Seal Creek, and they said, oh, we'll take care of him. Yeah. And that was such a relief for her. Yes. And the thing was is um, there were challenges, but when there were challenges, the Y staff didn't take the route of other programs that she had experienced with By saying, well, no, we're not going to be able to go that far. They instead, the staff said, no, well, we're going to do this. And we're going to try this. And it worked. And her son now, I mean, um, he is definitely, she is grateful because she kept her job. Yes. But he is grateful because. He
0: provided someone economic stability.
1: He grows, yeah.
0: And an opportunity for her child to to, grow and flourish
1: just flourished. I mean, he goes by this location and he cries and she says, what's wrong? You want to go to camp? And he says, I want to go to camp. So those are the kind of stories that are endless. There are people, that's because back to what I said about staff, the staff is incredible at the Y and their dedication is not to um, exclude, but it is to include. And that's what drives me.
0: Okay. okay, Bob, Thank you so much for joining us today and oh, sharing about the y m c a the impact that they have on the community mm-hmm. for you listening out there. I hope that this um gives you pause to you know stop and think and think about you know in this these coming days, weeks, and this year as you're making decisions you know january everybody's like oh i'm gonna lose weight and get in shape you know that's
1: it think about why as
0: you're starting to think about those things think about the why and thinking about making um making a move that impacts more than just yourself but the surrounding community around Mm -hmm. you Everyone, thank you for listening. That's all for today, and I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to Real Charlotte Living, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm Camila Peebles, and until next week, bye-bye.